Welcome to Minority Minds. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Minority Minds. Damn, Super aggressive. Uh-huh. Super aggressive. Yeah, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how I do it, but you know, we just some childhood friends who happen to be minorities. And we got some shit on my mind, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> my man, to the Big right. Aggressive. To the right is the rapper. Bob <laughs> Regal. Across from me is Ricky Fontaine. To my left is chilling, just Chris or chilling. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what are we supposed to call you, Chris? Chilling, you know, we call I'm him Jesus, boy. <laughs> I'm here just yeah. chilling, and you know. I'm uh, Chico Fontaine, no relation Back to uh, off the mic Ricky some, Fontaine. Though. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, welcome to this week's show. Um, this week, our topic is going to be dating. We're going to have to go kind of a broad spectrum of how we uh, grew up dating and how we look at it now compared to how we looked at it back in the day different effects, different things that uh, kind of um, shape the way that we date now and how we do our relationship. So, I mean, I'm going to throw it to Chris because, you know, he's the serial dater. Out of the <laughs> he is the wow. So, uh, Chris, back in high school, what was you looking for in girls? Well, back in high school, I was a virgin. So, um, <laughs> I wasn't looking for anything. Um, friendship, you know, to make people laugh, you know, that was about it. Email buddies. You know, yeah, it's a crush spot. Crush spot. That's about it. You know, I didn't know more than just a new pick and a, yeah, you know. What, what about you, Gil? Back in high school? Yeah. Well, I lost my virginity over overseas, so, and that was towards the Drake uh, way. <laughs> Everyone knows the Drake way. Thanks. Scruffers. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, back then I was, I wasn't really trying, but it was only the, what's his face, I'm not going to say his name, but yeah. the light skin joint. Yeah. That's the only one I really tried. Definitely. What about you, Rob? I never tried. Ever. I had no game, and yet I still always ended up with girlfriends. I don't know why they would usually holler at me. And I just take it by surprise, like, okay, I can roll with it from here. Thanks. So, <laughs> trying to hide a couple of big girls you Oh no, I never, I never hid. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I never hid nothing. Y'all just had jokes. I never had, I never hid nothing. I, I let it be known. I'm like, women with all sizes. Y'all see me with slim joints. You see me. Never around though. Like they either went to another high school. Rob me, Rob was different. Western, I was always going around, around places. I was always going around. Rob definitely only went to high school with us for two years. So yeah. he definitely left. So what he went on after he transferred back to the school he started at, it's, it'll be different. But I did see some of his girlfriends. They were bad, especially the cheerleader ones. She was yeah. definitely bad. I remember her. Yeah. I know for myself, I was just shy, man. I kept to myself. I just want to play sports. I focused on that. Didn't really like dating. Didn't really know what I wanted out of women. So I kind of just... Kind of just was like, okay, if she likes me, she likes me. If she doesn't show me that she likes me, I'm not gonna talk to her. Right. So that, I was that's super scared. Like, I, that's my whole girl, thing. I girl, I like. It's like it was a like bad one that was nice to me. Guy. My little heart stopped every time. Like, <laughs> would you say something to me this time? But as I grew, I mean, as a freshman, I was kind of like that. But as I grew into it, I just like, got comfortable with who I am a little mm-hmm. bit more and had a little bit more of a calm demeanor. So mm-hmm. I think I, I uh, started to see that. Yeah, I can get girls just because I'm tall. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's um, the main. And like, I mean, I don't know that life, sir. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I think Chris, you agree with me. We had the, the biggest competition for us dark skin guys was all the light skin girl, all the light skin dudes, because that was around the time Chris Brown came out. Yeah. 
we had to worry about Trey songs. Yeah, niggas that have facial hair. You know what I'm saying? I hated them. But you know, but light skins is out now. You know, chocolate is back. You know, and I'm proud of it. But I'm a one-man woman, you know what I mean? Here we go. Yeah, here, we here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This the moment I was waiting and, on. But, um, yeah, so, you know, at that moment, it was a light skin was in, but they, they played out now. Yeah, so they, I'm they, proud they, of that. They were going to die regardless. Glad I'm brown. So, so I mean, what's, uh, Gail, yeah. what's your, what was your type of woman back then? Like, it's the you, same to this day. I'm saying, but, yeah, but, like, <laughs> but, like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of women would you was you into? I was uh, light skin. Yeah, light skin. White skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Skin. But I, I, I was going for the twins. Remember the twins and yeah, yeah, they, definitely. It was dark skin. Yeah, it was dark skin. Yeah, but it was mostly light skin. Yeah. And why? I'm trying you, to think of which well, ones. Why were you so into light skin girls? That's the question. Maybe it's because where I'm from is like my complexion or darker. Yeah. So, if you guys don't know, girls Filipino. So, you know, that, that'll that give you more context of what he's saying. Goes back to the roots, I guess. So. <clears throat> Definitely. Roots. Now, uh, Chris, roots. what you into? <laughs> well, back at that time, I was into only light-skinned girls. Oh, uh, here we go. I didn't even look at a dark-skinned girl at here all. Here we go. Because I felt that um, the black-skinned girls were... Um, <laughs> black-skinned Black. I, just, I, I didn't realize he said black skin. But it was one back in high school that did get my attention. And um, yeah, that was a good time for me. I mean, she introduced me to a lot, you know. But now, you know, now I really don't care. Who was that one? Who was what? Who was the. Oh, yeah, don't know. She was in a grade higher than me. She was in. She was in. 04. 04, yeah, she was in 04. So, um, yeah. What about you, Rob? I ain't had no type. I still don't got a type. Honestly. Like, not saying it because, you know, it sounds cool. I just never had a type. Like, if I dig you, I dig you. Um, I actually do kind of lean more towards darker-skinned women. Just my per- my preference for many different reasons that we're not going to get into on the podcast. But <laughs> why not, sir? <laughs> oh, because it can get it can get oh, it can get yeah, kind of it can get very X rated. No, that's oh, all. No, that's fine. Hey, I mean, bro. look, man. Hey, look. I understand. Shoot. I was about to say something. Hey, look. Hey, look, dog. If you ever seen a dark skinned woman, butt naked, fresh out the shower, oiled up, all of that. I there's no. Yeah, I bet. I bet you wouldn't. <laughs> I bet I you know. wouldn't. <laughs> I bet you would have no idea of the greatness that that is. So that's the real reason. But I, I, I I've dated you know light skinned women, uh, dark skinned women, brown skinned, uh, Asian, uh, you know, uh, different types of Latina. You know, it just if I dig you, I dig you. So there's a lot of different types of Latina. West Indian. You know, I've I've dated them all. Definitely. I mean, for me. The only type of women I probably wasn't really into were African girls. Yeah, Irony. I just, right. just, I just <laughs> at the time I wasn't. I don't know. I think I hated myself more. Mm-hmm. More like I did. I just thought that it was taboo to date an African. Oh yeah, for the people that don't know, Cedric is Congolese. I'm, I'm from Congo. Proud. So, but uh, yeah. like I mean, I just wasn't into them. I see. I never really saw a lot of good-looking ones. So it kind of just didn't push me towards them. I was kind of into the here, and and then there was Issa Rae. Like I mean, it just was a lot of. Uh, I was it was I think it was more t- 
towards my self-doubt of myself. Right. So I kind of was trying to find somebody that's going to like me. Because I, I pretty much back then would date anybody that showed me interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, not, not, not the ugly. I mean, if it was ugly, I'd befriend him and stuff. But <laughs> in my, well, if, no. if I thought that was ugly, I'd befriend him. But <laughs> for the most part, I was trying to just be the cool guy. I wasn't really into dating. I'm not really. A, I've never been big on dating to begin with. This is facts so, about you. This is big facts. So I just uh, thought that oh, she liked me. That's cool. She would go, and I I would kind of fall off kind of walk away from it because I think commitment is a big issue. I'm What's sorry, so you were ghosting back then? So you ghosting? Before I, ghosting was a term? Forever. Yeah. Uh, so, but, how you, wait, so how you feel now about how, dating? About African women. Oh, no, I love African women. I mean, I've had a few uh, flings with African women. Fa- it's been favorite kind of African women. Well, what do you to this day. African women. Like, there's a continent named Africa. Oh, <laughs> well, say, oh, there's more than one Africa. No, I wouldn't say that. Like, no, that. but like, I, I mean, like but African. I wasn't really. I mean, it's like growing up, and everybody kind of tells you that you being African isn't cool. Yeah, kind of sways your opinion the, uh, on it. Yeah, African like Buddhist because culture, everybody yeah. has a joke about an African. Oh, Africa's this. You yeah. eat this. You did. You do that. You do this. So it kind of swayed my mind. Like, I don't want to fit that stereotype. Let me go get. The baddest American girl. First and, of all, I love Joloff. <laughs> facts. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> facts. That's big facts. But, like, you know, you still wanted to kind of understand. I kind of just, it was like a confusing part of my life. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're growing up trying to understand yourself. Everybody's making fun of where you're from. Your dad talks funny. Your mom dresses funny. And they, you know, but, you know, the stereotypes. Us. Yeah, yeah I mean, us. no, but, I mean, it wasn't just us. I mean, outside of the school, it was definitely people that would joke on it. And, you know, after a while, it kills your self-esteem. So we used to, I used to have trouble with that growing up. You know, as I got into my 20s, it didn't matter. I got, hey, my pride us, came man. in full force then, but I had to grow into that. But um, um, in terms of, if you look back on how you approached women, back it's in high school, on. guys, how you approached women, Okay. How do you guys feel? Chris, you can start. Well, <laughs> approaching women back in high school wasn't Why are you putting this fake right. voice on every time you go to the mic, son? Please just talk regular. Just talk regular. I wouldn't put on... I wouldn't go talk to a girl if it was in face-to-face. It was always had to be, oh, I found you. I caught your name. <laughs> Facts. And I super search you online. <laughs> and I, he is and a detective for the girls. And I track you down, and I go smack at you go online. Smack. But now, I, when I was single, you know, I were going smack immediately. I didn't care if you said no or whatever. Just hey, Wow. Oh, I want you. Okay, cool. I'm going to go smack at you. No is a no. Keep it moving. It's a thousand of y'all out here. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Hey, what, about kill, you, Rob? Yeah. what about you, Rob? For me, my approach was I'll be chilling. Honestly. Like I didn't I didn't have an approach. Like I said before, I ain't really had no game. Uh a lot of the times me ending up dealing with a woman was me being out somewhere chilling. Usually with my friends, uh a girl. I'm not if, you, if, I'm if, you, if I may. Mm-hmm. That's fine and all when you were just not trying. Uh-huh. But when you started to get an attraction to the girl, yeah. how did you approach talking to her? How do you get approach I would, I would talk, do things? No, I would I would like I would talk to women the same way I would talk to like my friends. Period. Whether they were female friends, male, I'll talk about saying, Hey, chop it up about something funny, I crack a joke, stuff like that. And mo- that's how most women end up 
would they start digging me because they'd be like, oh, he actually got personality. So you was He's personal. funny. You yeah, I'm personal. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm that in, in general. Like you've seen me when yeah, I go definitely. places. Like I'm just I'm a people person. I don't know why, but I just am. <laughs> it's, it's it's an Aquarius thing, I believe. Yeah. What about you, Gil? Well, back early college. Ah. Uh, ah. Going college? Hold on, I'm gonna back away from the mic for this one and just listen. Early college. <laughs> He's this dumbass line. He could just go <laughs> to any female I was attracted to. Do what it says. I just go up to her and be like, hey, um, I think you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Sound like remember something you learned from that, Chris. Right? Remember that, yeah. Sound like remember you learned from Chris. From me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, hold oh. Hey, you guys want to hear a funny story? Let's talk about oh, Arundel Mills. When we used to go to the mall to do nothing, like some dumbass teenagers. We were still teenagers, so we, yeah. we, we would be walking through the mall. Girl would look at Gail. And Chris, like the like you know the little angels that sit, that sit on your shoulder? Chris would be like, dog, she looking at you. She looking at you. Hey, go get her, dog. And then for like an hour straight, Gail's like, I don't want to talk to her. Chris is just yeah, back beating then, the door like, down, beating the door down, because like, Gail's an introvert. Yeah, I'm Gail's a definite, a definitely an introvert. So Chris would be the guy that's trying to push him, push him over, giving them weak ass uh, lines <laughs> to tell the girls. <laughs> but he would definitely never do it. And we would sit in the car going back home, and Chris would like ridiculously, ridiculously pester Gail for for not talking to one girl who was mediocre. All right, so he used it once, right? Uh-huh. And he got the number. Oh, did So it wasn't weak. <laughs> <laughs> it what? clearly worked. She was like, oh, you think I'm beautiful? He was like, yeah, baby. It, it, it did work. I, I got, got the number, it, it Jeff. Because they were already digging him. Uh, Facts. Gail is like the the prince of the group. You Big know, facts. Hey, my man. Pissed <laughs> me off that night at the club. What the what? club we was at? When I had the purple shirt on, he had his long hair. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every was, time. Man, yeah, I was pissed. Hey, was, every was time 24, he had his long hair. Yeah, it was at 24. They right? just go up to him. Hey, hey Gail, tell him why you cut so your long hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's two reasons to why I cut my hair. First reason, because. Well, my former employer, you had to have short hair, and my hair was down my back. And you can't have that if you want to be like a supervisor. So, and the second reason. Go ahead. Six flags. Went smack at a girl and she thought you was what? Oh, she thought I was a girl, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep. Yeah, it that's it. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> no more cornrows, nothing, no, no, no nothing. My man went straight to the shortcut. But, uh. Extremely believable, by the way. Just want you to know. This is before people have facial hair and all that. But I still uh, don't have facial hair. <laughs> you got a mustache. You got a mustache, man. You can, you can, that's serviceable. You eat some butt, you can get this beard. Oh, whoa, relax. Yeah, relax. Gotta eat some <laughs> butt. Gotta relax. Why you think? Why you think Chris got the beard he got now? Eating that butt. You know what I'm saying? Well, it tastes like nickels. <laughs> 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 These guys are ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so um, so um, let's let's go forward to we young adults. Go, you know, we're now we're seeing girls a little bit in a different light, seeing them as more of a potential. You know, you could have a child with this girl, you might end up marrying this girl. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have any situations where you thought that, damn, this girl might be that girl that we can talk to? That I'm gonna, I can say, I can go home with my mom and say, yeah, you know, this is who I want to be with and she'll accept her. Whoever wants Who to take her? it, man. Well, <laughs> the serial dater. Serial right. dater. I've been with a lot of women, so it just. I just don't just fall for them immediately anymore because I've been through a lot. So uh, <laughs> now that I'm dropping this knowledge on you guys, that um, that, hey, um, yeah, 
all this amazing things that's going on in my life right now, you know, I look over my life and be like, wow, I wasted a lot of time, you know, trying to trying to get my numbers up, you know. Put the numbers say, on the board. Would you say it's a waste of time, or you just was chasing the same type? Ooh. No, it's a waste. It's a waste because eventually, after you 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 had all your fun, you're like, oh, okay, I had my fun. What am I really That's looking it. for? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's a certain time of your life where you gotta look at yourself like, wow, I'm older now. I can't keep doing the same stuff as a child. Okay, know? so let me ask you. Let me ask you this. You know, we'll get to you guys in a second. Let me ask you this: Why didn't you have that mindset into going into dating a girl when you first started meeting her and talking to her? Try to see what her mind was about instead of just having fun. Well, when I was growing up, I was real strict. I couldn't do nothing. So, I mean, I was at church most of the time. So, it really wasn't no dating a girl or going to dates and going out to eat and going to prom and all of that good stuff. I definitely understand because, that. Because um, my family was really religious, so I, I didn't really get to branch out and do the things that I really wanted to do until I was grown. Okay. Okay, you know, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, he definitely did. I remember him telling us that. Uh, What about you, Rob? Uh, For me, I mean, a lot like Chris. I mean, did a lot of dating, did a lot of having my fun. And I've actually met a few women that I thought that was going to, you know, last. I thought that was going to be it. Like, met moms, all that. Um, I'd say it's probably about three where I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm gonna marry her. You know what I'm saying? But life happens. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I mean, y'all call him the serial dater, but for me, it was like I was, I was also kind of like always oh, in yeah. a relationship. Definitely. But that's because it was like after I had my daughter, I had my daughter at 20. I'm 30 now, so it's like I didn't want to just be running around doing whatever. And then how can I tell my daughter not to mess with a dude like that when she gets older? But I'm doing the same thing. So I was like, I'm definitely not about to set that example. So um, I always just wanted to show examples of, you know, being being treating a woman the way that she should be treated, whether it's her mother or the women I dated after me and her mother broke up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm currently single as of yesterday right yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. After yesterday. So, um, you know. Nah, I mean I listen to Drake, but Drake <laughs> never does that that thing that people use in the memes like, oh, I better go text her now. Like, nah, man. Like, what about, uh, what about you, Like, the question is like, how did you look? Like, what was you looking at women? Like, how did you view them as in a younger adult, like in your mid, in your early twenties? Like, did you look for like, do I okay, marry him? Early twenties, like you know, I was really just trying to have sex for real. That's it. I, mean, I think everybody. I think everybody at this table can concur to that. Like, one. Just trying. I don't know. Early twenties, by that time, I was full blown whore by then. Early twenties. That was you. That's yeah. what. I, that's what <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get. At. Yeah, I did all my whoring between sixteen and nineteen. So. Well, I was. I mean, I'm a workaholic, but I mean, I was meeting girls, smashing. You know, not really thinking about dating. My mother always was like, I, I feel like I had the pressure of you're the oldest African child. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many people are going, to, going to feel me on this, but you're the oldest child. You're supposed to get married first. You're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to do all this. And I was like, you know what? That don't sound too good for me right now. You know, I just want to have fun. I just want to go to work. I just want to have hang out with my boys. 
I just want to do that kind of stuff. If I had sex here and there, I'm going to get my little cheeks or whatever, and then I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't really that important to me. Dating was not a, a big, big uh, part of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't really worried about dating back in my early 20s. It was kind of like, okay. Until I met the one girl that I can probably say that I, I probably would have married had I not messed up. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, you know Howard, yeah. Oh. You know she was probably one of the best girls I ever. She probably is the best girl I've ever dated. She was, she was, you know. She she made me work hard mm-hmm. to do better for myself. Like I wasn't driving when I met her. I went and got my license. I did everything I was supposed to do. You know, what I'm saying she made she made me uh really want to be a better version of myself. Now speaking you know speaking of that, how many women like. What what qualities in women do you guys look for when you guys are dating now, now. as grown men? Well, now it's changed a whole lot because, you know, I'm an adult. Mm. I got a child, so I just can't have anybody right, right. next to my son. So I don't really let nobody meet my son anyway. This is the first time somebody can meet my son. For real? Ever? Yeah, ever. Oh, that shit must be real special, man. Yeah, son. Then again, I've only had one girlfriend meet my my daughter, so. But your daughter close, man. You don't live close to your Yeah, but even, I mean, there's still been, you know what I'm saying, opportunities, but they pass on it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, or I would just say, nah, I don't want to do that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I only only had one meet my daughter, because, I, I mean, that's a really, that's a really, like, important thing. It's like if you bring somebody into your child's life and then you don't work with that person, now you got to answer the question, where did this person go? I want to see Miss whoever I was dating at that time because you always make it say Miss, okay? You're going to do the respect thing. I think like I'm the only one out of the crew that's not really looking for like, a relationship. You're not the only one. I'm not really big on it. Like yeah. it's To me, I always look at relationships like this. If it comes, it comes. But I'm never gonna go seeking it mm-hmm. because that's how you get. That's how you end up with the wrong person. So you end up being doing things that you that's, that go against who you really are as a person. Right, right. So no, that's, I live by that. I've never, yeah. I've never looked for a relationship. I've gotten in some amazing relationships. Never looked for them. Cause I feel like if you look for them, you're gonna automatically find the wrong stuff. Every single time. That's always how it works. I'm going to say this, too. This is to you, Chris. I remember you used to, like, talk crazy about how I was always friendly and try to learn, try to get to know girls. Now, now, would you, now, looking back on how I carried it with the women, how did you, how, how, how have you implemented that in your life? Because I'm sure that now you're like, okay, I got to know, I got to really know who the hell I'm dealing with. Well, of. back then, I really, I really, I told you, I really wanted I wasn't trying to settle down. I wasn't trying to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Every usually start with sex first, then a relationship. Which but is now, the worst way to go about really, it. Uh, yeah, that's that's horrible. I mean, that ain't that's not horrible. horrible. It's, it starts it's, off with less. I mean, every relationship is going to end yeah. up with sex first. Yeah. Even if you're about to get married or anything, there's a lot to deal with sex. But to start it off, I don't think it's the right way because 
eventually that's going to wear out. It's going to have to be more than this. Well, yeah. you got to know who the hell you're laying in bed with. True. Like, True, laying buddy. down with somebody and you just, oh, she got a fat butt or she got a big tits, she's cute yeah. as hell. She also got herpes. I'm a smasher. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm going I'm to hit the joint, but then all of a sudden, you catch up with that. all right, now you start to hear her talk every time you guys are laying down and you're like, what the fuck did I just do? Exactly. Who the fuck is this in my house? Exactly. That's when you, know you just man? don't talk to people no more. So, yeah, but, you know. I mean, now, I mean, the person I'm with now, I spent a lot of time with. Like, yeah. I used to spend days. You got to days, know her. Uh, yeah, getting to know the person at that time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. Chris. Like, the thing is, like, it's 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 a, a, a lot of things that people don't, like, when you're young, you don't think about, like, compatibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what 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 she can do to motivate you because you have to be able to motivate each other. Right. If you can't, if she can't motivate you, then you have no business being with that woman because you're wasting your time. Exactly. And that's a lot of that's a big issue that a uh, uh, a lot of young guys, especially the younger guys than us, the, mm-hmm. the younger generation, they don't understand. Yeah. They just like you can't always continually think of, think with your dick and think that it's gonna work out doing mm-hmm. the same thing, mm-hmm. chasing the same type of girls. You know, at some point you gotta say, "Man, what can I do for, do myself to make the situation better?" Right. You know what I'm saying? What What is she adding to the equation? What can I add to the equation exactly. for her? Exactly. I uh, mean, because if you're not, I mean, this is my ideology. Like, there's no point being in a relationship if you're not making each other better. Can you get that AC? So, like, okay, so what about breakups? I mean, we've all had bad breakups. How did you guys? (laughs) Gail Gail just looked off into the cosmos like, oh my God. (laughs) How did you guys feel when you got through that bad? I'm talking about not just like a girl that you was with for like two, three months and then that's it. I'm talking about like somebody you spent, you put in time with and it was really good, then it fell apart and you guys broke up. How did you feel personally on the inside? Well, it depends. There's been a lot of bad breakups, you know. <laughs> we talk, but we're not talking I'm about like, girls who just came and went. When I was young, you know what I mean, I'd get depressed. Like, my first breakup changed me. Mm. I ain't going to lie. Like, um, I was dealing with this girl that went to church with me. And she mm. did, like, some wild stuff. Had to stuff. see her every Sunday. She did some wild stuff. So, it just, like, hurt me. I was like, oh, snap. You know, stuff like that. So, it just, like, made me cold. Then it was other breakups when I was depressed, you know what I mean? Just in the sort of hour sleep, naive, and all that. And then you just got your breakups where you just want to go have fun. Like, finally, I'm single, you know? Right. And get this person, like, awake to fell off. Mm-hmm. What about you, Gil? Well, I only had one real girl, so that broken up with her, got back with her, broken up with her, got back with her. What's that? It's an endless cycle. Yeah, yeah that that vicious that was like a, a vicious cycle. Yeah. Vicious. Yeah. And it, it got it got real violent and toward the end. So like I was, and I, I could have went to jail. So I'm, I'm glad. That yeah, I, I, I say this. You know, that got scary. As, I'm sorry, as, I didn't as, know. That. As your homie, as your homie, as your friend, we've known each other since the fifth grade. Yeah. I felt I I felt like I should have done more when you when I started to see signs of damn she's messed up. Because yeah. I feel like No, it's cool Because, you know I was always by her Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying I wasn't around y'all I was Yeah, like, definitely But, I mean, I feel like See, I feel like We're a great circle of friends I mean, not, yeah. not many friendships Are built like ours And That's what we have to lean on When shit goes bad You yeah. can't wait till it gets bad mm-hmm. Then say Damn Let me go talk to uh, Say, let me go talk to Rob Let me go talk to Chris mm-hmm. Or Tunde Or whoever 
whoever uh, you, you, comes to mind at the time, I think we got to start saying, okay. I think it's that this growing up is that pride shit. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Want, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like definitely. I remember um, me, and, me and Gail was doing a photo shoot, and he was talking about the situation with Younger. Oh, yeah. And then, like, we talk, he giving me all details. I'm like, dog, I don't know if you realize this, but you're in an abusive relationship. Like, yeah. she's abusing you, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. you need to get out of that, <laughs> like, ASAP. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realize it in there. Yeah. You live and you learn, but that's, like, probably my biggest. You're not supposed to have regrets in life, but that's probably my biggest regret. Yeah. I mean, I think it's only a regret if you didn't learn from it. Yeah. I learned, but yeah. it's just still, like. You shouldn't I mean, have gave ten, it so much well, time. It's, it's a disappointment. Yeah, I think it's a years. disappointment. Yeah. More so, you're disappointed that you put in that much time yeah. and it didn't work out the way it's supposed to work out, and that hurts. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a pride killer. That's a that's a you know you make you feel like you can't do anything right. But like I mean, you know, we because all go it, through the symptoms. I've only had one breakup like yourself, and like I was so depressed. I I went. I tried to be a player, which is not me. That's Howard, right? Yeah. To, By the way, her name isn't Howard. They're talking about Howard University. <laughs> yeah. I don't want y'all thinking like he's. <laughs> we broke up. It was, it, was a, it was a very, very, very uh, hard situation because I never really expressed how hurt I really was. Because when I broke up with the girl, it was like. I remember. Yeah, it was like. Me up, hey, let's go out. Yeah, it was like. I, it was like, I tried let's to. Go out. First, I tried to run from it. You know, and me and her had a situation where she came. I had a girl at the house, so I like walked outside and did the, the sleaze ball shit. Felt like shit about it. Started blaming myself. Oh, I should have did this better. I should have did this better. Then I, I wouldn't even listen to R&B music. And you gotta know how much I love R&B music. I was took all the case out the library. All the tank was gone. Yeah, definitely, like I was trying to ride around with the radio off. <laughs> no, man, like, no seriously, I would come home. Like you know, I'm still living with my parents. I would come home and sit outside in my car for like 45 minutes. No, I think I seen you sitting in your car yeah. one time. Yeah, like it hurt. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So were you was out there for forty five minutes? Nah, <laughs> right. Oh. Wait, look. He was like, hey. Chris. Oh, yeah. Chris is like, Chris is like, what's he then doing in the car? He was still in the car. Chris is like, Chris like, what's he doing in the car for an hour? And some way his neighbors like, what is this guy watching him in the car for an hour for? <laughs> no, but like you know, I, I went through that, and then I would like not date. I was like, you know, yeah, cause screw you, that you stuff. Told me, I said, man, screw that dating like, stuff. Nah, I ain't doing no more dating. Yeah, yeah nah, you that was big the first, That was the first real relationship I ever had in my life. Yeah. And I really put, I thought I put my all into it. I think, and looking back, I definitely should have done more. But I don't regret that because I needed to learn that to become a better person, to understand life a little bit more. Damn. The dating life. First girlfriend. Oh no, I just first didn't, like, real. Start first real girlfriend. Over, man. Like, yeah, start over point job blew me. I don't want to get to know you. Like, yeah. I don't want to get to know Especially you. Especially at our age. My first I real girlfriend that, broke my heart. Yeah. Cedric knows know who that is. Like, can get to know you. If the first conversation wasn't about sex or we weren't Oh, that was sex, savage days. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we don't have to, we're not going well, nowhere. Well, <laughs> what so, you talking about? Speaking of sex then, no, no, Chris. No. Speaking of sex then, Chris. What if, how big of a role is sex now? Not a big role at all, cause um, I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. When you tend to have sex a lot, a lot, lot, it tends to. It's not about sex anymore. It's about how you feel about the person. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an emotional attachment. Exactly. Thing, because you won't even be stimulated. You won't climax. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Because yeah. now it's not just a body thing. It's, exactly. It's not. It's a big it's fact. A mental thing. 
So, Big facts. Yeah, that's man. why I like I, I like regret that I like, did so much when I was young because nah, now I just, nah, no. it's, it's not it's not you had your prime anymore. It's it's mental. You yeah. had you had your prime. No, because like literally that sounds like you're growing up. Yeah, nah, literally like um before the relationship I'm in right now, right? So I don't know if y'all realize this. I don't know if we ever had a conversation about this. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But before the relationship I was just in, I was celibate for a year. I don't know if I told y'all that. Mm-hmm. No. So I went, yeah, I went celibate for a whole year after the last relationship. And I was just like, because I was like, I don't want nothing distracting me. I'm going to actually give this a shot. Mm-hmm. So I ain't had no sex. And the thing that made me realize I wanted to go celibate was I went to go see this youngin. And, you know, she had been offering to, you know, let me hit. So, I went there, doing my thing, like, 45 minutes. Didn't come. She came, like, three times. I'm just like, I'm still hmm. fucking. And I'm nowhere near coming. I'm not tired. I'm not coming. I'm like, I'm, I'm not feeling this, like, at all. Like, it was just, because it was, it was exactly what it was, like, random sex. Yeah. And it was just like I've I've reached a point where random sex just does nothing for me. I've had so much random sex over the years, like, wow, like not even bro, not bragging. Cause I'm not proud of the joint, but like I've I've definitely slept with over a hundred women in my lifetime. So it's like, it's like you know what I'm saying. Like so I was like, nah, that was the situation that made me say like I, I don't want to do it. Like I had another one of my exes that I'm cool with. I texted as soon as I got home. I was like, I went. I, I was like, I feel so. I feel dirty right now. <laughs> like I feel disgusting yeah. right now. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know how you be friends know. with your ex. I'm cool with all my exes. What? That's a good. The one I broke up with yesterday, I'm still cool with. We broke up on good terms. So see, that's. But what's the key? No, but yes. see, What's the key to to continue to have a great uh, fr- friendship with your ex? Because I'm I think not guys, much of I a. Can't do you guys, I'm trying, but it's tough. Completely. Well, no, I mean, it, that's not completely you it. Say your pride, your emotions. Just know how to turn the things off. Well, nah. Okay, so Here's how it goes. Here's how it goes. Number one, yeah, I'm going to explain it. This is this is now this is now officially my segment. All right. So the thing is, the reason I'm cool with most of my exes, number one, you're not going to find any ex of mine that says I did them wrong. Period. It's not going to happen. So why are you an ex? Because sometimes things don't work out depending on what's going on in my life. Right now, me and my the girl I just broke up with, she's busy about to start this new job as a museum consultant. And uh, working on the history section of this from museums. I'm working in the kitchen. Then I'm coming back, working on the podcast with us. And I'm working on Twitch. I'm working on YouTube. But everybody like got jobs, everybody bro. got job. I got a million hustles, and she got about three different hustles. But everybody got jobs. Yes, bro. but when she, when the girlfriend you're dealing with lives in Waldorf, oh, and I live in New Carrollton, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When you got, when you got, when you, when you got distance and you got crazy schedules, it's like, yo, it's better for us to just be friends. You know what I'm saying? Because we were friends before that. Okay. And then um. Other exes I have that may have messed up. They may have did something wrong. Like, when we first break up, I'm not going to be immediately cool with you. But if you contact me later and apologize, which I've been lucky enough to deal with women who can be like, yo, I want to apologize for what I did because I was wrong. I can forgive you for that. I'm not going to want to be back with you, but we can be cool. And that's what has happened. So, like, most of my exes I am still cool with. It's just simple as that. I know for I know so little by little I I've reached out to Howard. I you know I texted her a couple of times and you know I'm gonna say this the one thing I think I, I benefited the most out of from that relationship or from that breakup was I got into coaching. 
mm-hmm. and I found my purpose. Right. And I don't think I would have found it if I was with her still. But, but you know, I learned a lot about myself, mm-hmm. and I think that's what relationships. This is my my uh, philosophy on relationships. You're going to take a bunch of L's because you only get one W. You know what I'm saying? So, so. I mean, it sounds no, but so so I snap for it. No, but, but so, I feel like on. you can still get more than one yeah, W. Facts. No, but the, the, the ultimate W you know, is you got that one. You got that one girl that you know you can live with. That you can spend your life with. You can have your children. Mm-hmm. Granted, sometimes you might have more than one person that's going to have your child. So yeah, that's a small win. Yeah, because you're not ultimately with that person forever. Mm-hmm. But you, you've got. You got all these L's. All the L's are supposed to teach you. It's supposed to build you. It's like no. it's like training. Now that basketball, you, it's like playing your dad. You, your dad beat your ass when you're five, oh, you're six. Shit. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about basketball. He beat your ass in, ba- in basketball when you're five, six, seven, eight, nine. You start to get to 11, 12, 13. You start to give him some go, mm-hmm. right? And then when you when you like 16, 17, you start to get you start to get uh you start to get in shape. Mm-hmm. You're starting to get you get bigger, you're getting stronger. You've learned from all the losses you took from him back in the day, then you finally beat him. That's that feeling of you getting that that win. You know what I'm saying? That's right. that win. No, and, that I fully agree with. Yeah, definitely. Like, Cause I'm like, if I was actually having a conversation about this the other day, it's like if I was the same person I was at 18, mm-hmm. that I am like if if I was still that person that was 30, I would be a horrible. Yeah. Boyfriend, I'd be a horrible exactly. potential husband because I didn't have the relationships I had at twenty and at twenty three and all those. That I learned a different lesson from every single relationship I was in. So, um, but yeah, man, I think it's um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay, now, nah, yeah, I um, I learned a different uh, a different lesson from every relationship. Like one girlfriend i learned how not to be so insecure you know what i'm saying i learned how to not always be suspecting that she's doing something mm-hmm. i learned that from another one i learned about my own self-worth it took me being in that most recent relationship not the one i just got out of one one last year that made me go celibate to realize oh shit, i'm in an emotionally abusive relationship mm-hmm. how the hell did i get into that yeah. so you know you take your lessons from each of them and that's how you become that person that's ready to marry somebody or that's ready to be in that long-term commitment. Because if not, you go in there, you get a couple small little problems, and then you're ready to end it. Exactly. You're getting divorced after run. a year. You you're know what I'm saying? You're looking so, for a way out. Well, I don't think marriage and relationships mean as much as it used to mean. You know what I, mean? I think it depends on I think I think people have been fed too many fairy tales, well, personally. I think, I think everybody, everybody, everybody want their Corey and Topanga. It's about the person it's, mindset. Yeah, but it's a. But it's, it's still a lot of people out here that don't really. Well, people. A lot of people are scared. I think people don't grasp it because they don't take the time to really grow into that relationship. Because I, I don't see personally when you get married at 22, 23, you have You're no clue who you are. True, but you don't really see a lot of those now. There's you do. definitely a lot of them. There's a lot. It's never of of uh, I'm a single father. I'm a single man. A single father, I'm a single woman, they get married. It's always, they got a child, somebody mm-hmm. had yeah. a child, they got married. Yeah, but that's because that's cause everybody's that's shooting because, up the club early. But it's, most of the time, <laughs> when you run into a single man, a single woman that gets married, they don't fall apart like that. Yeah, they do. I see it all the time. I haven't time. seen a lot of them. I mean, I no, but that's because they've grown yeah, so together. It's like so they didn't rush. they didn't rush it. Getting married, yeah, but, you know what I mean? because I, mean, I think people think, oh, I, she's having my child, or... He's going to be my uh, child's father. 
we should get married. And sometimes that's not yeah, the that's case. Not the best no that's the worst. That's sometimes that's the worst decision you can make in your life. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, it's it's more of a. Uh, I look at it more like this. If you if you slow walk everything, because everything doesn't need to be rushed. There's some things, yeah, I gotta get this done. But something like a building a relationship and trying to learn. Learn that person. You can't say in a year that you're gonna know that person because I, my parents been together since I was born. I'm 30 years old. They still learning about each other. My father's in his 60s. My mom is in her 50s. I don't think you can really ever know know a exactly. person. Exactly. Like, every day you gonna learn something new. That's like how people been together for 40, 30 years. Then their husband turned into a serial a murderer or something. Or do something crazy because all of a sudden something triggered him. Mm-hmm. You you've never seen this part of the person ever, but yeah. I mean you well, always. Sometimes you do you, though, but see, I you think don't really no, but you know, yourself. a lot of times people turn a blind eye to yeah, alarming yeah, shit, yeah. and then you know, God forbid, something crazy happens, and damn, that's it. Man, yeah, and then it mm-hmm. come back to you like, damn, he did do something weird like yeah. this before. He's you know, <laughs> his last girlfriend. <laughs> Well, didn't even saw him and ran out the store. Or like, like, what is that about? He was beating on his last woman. God. No, but that's cra- that's you know what? Yeah, it's a lot. It's like a that, lot of oh, women who, and even men, that would walk home every day, walk into the house, get an you argument, know, get get something thrown at him, get something to get hit. Don't look at that's one thing I don't do. You know what? Let's we can transition to this. Things that you do not do, things that you do allow in a relationship, like. Me personally, don't put your hands on me. No, don't look through my phone. Can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't question anything because if I wanted to I lie to you, I won't be with you. Questioning, exactly. I understand. But all this third degree, answer me a question, that's just one no knowledge. I yes. understand that. But do all that behind the scenes. No, see, it's, a, it's a difference between how you ask questions. Like, say say you, you got two jobs, uh-huh. right? So you come home. You come home. You go. You come home at seven in the morning. You sleep till twelve. You go to one job, then you go to the next job. Nah, that's going too no, but see, already. but see, that's what I'm talking about. Right I'm talking about nah, yeah. But there's, you know I'm at work. But there's okay. women, but see, I've had the, <laughs> one of the one of the African girls I dated. We kind of fell off because okay. I was coaching. Oh. I work a full time job and I'm coaching, so I'm not as available. I told exactly. her, I this is my passion. This is what I love. So. We're gonna have to work something out for where we can be together all, sometimes, but that's I can't like, give you all my attention. Yeah, that's like the relationship I'm having right now. You know, I work at least twelve to thirteen hours a day. Yeah. So when I get off work, I'm not gonna be up. Exactly. I'm, I'm You're tired. Yeah. Hey, I'm be sleep the whole day almost mm-hmm. until it's time to go work again. Yeah. So you gotta have that woman that's gonna understand your life, and yeah. if you want to be into my life and you want me to be in your life, then we gotta marry yeah. together. You know when you, I mean? when you, I feel like when you work hard. It takes a strong woman. Like I, you know, my man who uh, I coached under for five years, he was he 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 had just got married when I first met him, and he told and we we were just we used to just talking this office. He'll say, if you want to coach, you gotta make sure you find a strong woman. And he's younger than I am, like, because you gotta understand, she you're gonna spend more time with other people's kids than you wanna spend time with your own family. Mm-hmm. And you know he. You know, he would tell me stories about how she went to school. He went to school at the University of Illinois. She went to school in North Carolina. She'll drive up to one of his games, see him for 30 seconds, watch him play, but see him for 30 seconds, give him a kiss, boom, that's it, get back in the car and go back home. Wow. But that's but that's what, sometimes that's what it takes. That That's commitment to to the future. That, that's wild, though. You know, it's cra- it sounds crazy, but that's a, a commitment to the future. 
That's you saying, I believe in our relationship so much that I'm going to let him see, live that's his dream. Problem, I, think I can't even say nothing. Like that. All the long-distance relationships that I have. It take, a, it take a lot of man for us to go the extreme like that. Yeah. Like, for a woman, it's easy for them to do something like that, to drive somewhere. Because I've seen a lot of women do things like that. Mm-hmm. Drive state to state, seven hours, just see a husband or see a boyfriend. Before man to do something like that, that's gonna take. Well, it depends. Life. I think, I mean, you know what? I, I think it's. I used to go up and down Philly and up and down New York all the time. I so. think. I think it takes. It, it, it really um, when a man does something like that. It's that's the girl he's exactly. gonna marry. Exactly. That's his. That's I wish. I thought. Yeah. I went to New York. That's why I thought. Facts. But you know, sometimes yeah. it's outliers to everything. But I think I really think that's hard. that's like the ultimate sacrifice. So what do y'all think about? Long-distance relationships. I've tried. It's trash. It depends. It don't. I only say it because of you, Rob. It depends. It depends. It depends. I know you've got it. It depends. I don't know how you. I've tried it once. All right. I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break it down. I don't need to see you every day. Um, I don't need to see you every day. I trust you enough that I don't need to see you every day. Um, as long as we're communicating openly, I'm cool with it. Like when I was what. 20 and I was dating yeah. you know up in Philly I would go up there once maybe once every two three weeks I'd catch a bus up there it's a two hour bus ride go up there stay yeah, with her and then after after a few months I moved up there with her but you know then what? we moved to New York together after that but you know what Rob I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. going to Philly from D.C. Mm-hmm. isn't the same as going say like to say Nebraska yeah no I mean I've never had no relationship yeah like That's that. like a short, long distance. Yeah, I mean, it's long That's distance, like, but it's, yeah. you know, you can't see him. I mean, same thing when I was dating the female rapper. Mm-hmm. Like, she was living up in New York, and I would go up there all the time to go see her. That was a two-year, both of those were two-year relationships. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Years? Two years for, for each of them. So, each of them. What's, a, what's y'all so, longest relationship? Well, we know yours is like, you damn near was almost uh, married uh, to a decade. Does does breaking up and getting back together count? It can accumulate. You can accrue it all. Okay, way. if we accrue it all, then yeah, about three and a half years. Three and a half years. Three and a half years. How? So how long was I with uh, Howard? I think Howard. Howard is the only relationship I can really reference, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much. I think that lasted almost two years. Mm. And you know, that you know, it It's it's hard for me to commit. Right. So for me to have committed, I'm not gonna lie. After that first year, I started to panic because mm. I was scared because I never been in a relationship that long. Because oh, okay. it was like shit. Anxiety. I hope I don't fuck up. <laughs> That's when you start to really start. You know, you can really overthink and mess mess yourself up in that. You know, like mm. like damn. Nah. She got mad. Who's who's, who's on her Twitter? Oh, who's, who's, you know what I'm saying? Like that that looking, little bit of insecurity. You get a little insecurity. That little bit of insecurity. Get, get your little Marvin's room on. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris, no. how long was your longest relationship? Um, about six years off and on. Six years. Because you know me and my baby mother was talking since oh, yeah. she was 18. So. Mm. Yeah, we're going to skip past that one. Ben's And we already know Gail was 10 years. It literally was 10 years, man. So, so you know, we... We got a nice little mix of relationship uh, yeah. timeline. How do you guys? How do how do you think social media is affecting how we date now? 
It makes oh. it simpler. Wow. Yeah, definitely simpler. You think simpler or lazier? Well, simpler. same. I simpler. don't think your relationship should be on social no, media. No, no, we're talking about dating. So like, like, like meeting, dating meeting so, girls online. Oh, like yeah, a dating yeah. source. Yeah. Oh man, what? no, it's not even. No, that. like, it's like, Instagram, cause you can, you just I met, DM I met a girl. Yeah, from, I met a girl easier. from. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way easier. But does it? Do you think it's making us lazier? Lazier. Really. It depends in terms on the type of, of confidence. Well, I was doing this before apps existed. So we're older, but like, think about guys who are like twenty who grew up on. On the oh, MySpace yeah. and the yeah, Facebook. Probably, if no, somebody's like, twenty now, if like, somebody's they interested, don't even know how to talk to women now, like yeah. in real life. Yeah, because like I see it all the time. They're too busy guys. acting like women. Anyway, I see, I see young guys like they walk up to a girl, "Hey, bro," like, you like what? Bruh. Give me your number, I'ma beat your ass. They only, I mean, not to that. They do that. They do I that. mean, they do, but <laughs> the ones yeah. I've seen, like guys, you can tell guys are so awkward. The younger guys are so awkward in front of girls now. It's like. Just go talk to them. They don't know how to talk to them. Oh, Bamis is too to busy to trying to be hard for their boys. They don't know how to talk to women. I, I just, think it depends just, on where they're from, though. I mean, I'm talking about no, our, our this area. This is just culture. Our area. Because oh, oh. I've seen a whole lot of city dudes go smack. They don't care. But, are they, but, but, but when you're talking about... We're talking about how they go smack, though, son. Yeah, we're talking about, like, how they go smack. Like, how to talk to a woman you know, the right we, way. Yeah, all, our, all, all, all our older guys, all, the, all our uncles. Then you might, because then you had yeah. that dude that been hustling out there since they were 14. Right. So. But, but see, <laughs> think about it like this, though. All, like, all our older guys, all the movies we used to watch, like, Def Jam, How to Be a Player. All that stuff like that. Oh, nah, Those man. dudes, how they talk to women. We, we took after that. Try to be smooth. Yeah. Talk to him real nice, call him cool. little call pet names. But now, what's <laughs> good, love? But now, like you got <laughs> guys, you got guys saying, "Damn, let me uh, what's up, bro? What's up, shorty? Bro, hey, you know what I'm saying? Even, like, I've never, no, of course that. not. But like, but like, hey, yeah, you trying to come over to the crib? Bama's first date ideas be like coming to the crib. Minority minds.